Every day you wake up to something new Whether that be a challenge or a new opportunity And let me tell you, that's a great thing Now you gon' have some battles You'll get your wins and you'll have your losses But no matter the outcome, there's always light at the end of the tunnel Alright, let's go Grinding every day cause I gotta get it Waking from my dream cause I'm trying to live it Make my own lane, don't care if I fit in If I want something I do it, no I'm never quitting now Honor my path, reaching my goals no matter how Bring on the wrath, promise ain't nothing gon' knock me down Tell me can you feel the vibe yet? This the encouraged mindset Everybody and welcome to Encourage Mindset. Once again, I'm your host, Ethan Vandehei, and today I'm going to be providing you guys with another special guest. Today we have Nista Dubey. Nista, I'm so excited to have you with us today. If you want to share us a little more about your story, who you are, what you're kind of doing. I saw your LinkedIn profile just really struck to me. That's why I really wanted to have you as a guest. So maybe if you just want to tell the audience who you are and what you're up to. Yeah, hey, Ethan. Thanks so much for having me here. Um, I'm super excited to to come on and just chat for a bit. And yeah, just a little bit about me. I am um, a mindset coach. I also um, am an author and content creator. So really, I, I do like to introduce myself a little bit more from the angle of what it is that I want to do long term, my purpose. And I um, am all about that. I really do believe that my mission is to help people uncover and reconnect to their purpose and however you know that medium may look like for them that could be through some of the writing that I do that could be through the content that I produce that could be through um a conversation that I um you know air on my podcast I I just really believe that everyone is here for a reason and I think that um I'm learning a lot of what we grow up with is a huge part of going back to that and understanding like who we truly are at our core, which may sound cheesy, but that's kind of what I do. Um, that's what I really believe in. And so I really started that journey um, in 2020 when the pandemic hit and I graduated from college and I was kind of in that, you know, sort of space of figuring out what it is I wanted to do. And so I just used that time to start making content and it's been awesome to just meet people um along the way who are on a similar path and that's how you and i connected so it's it's really cool to just watch it expand and like just build a community from it yeah perfect and speaking of podcasts this is a podcast tell me a little bit more about your podcast what is it what are you providing you to listeners explain to me what your podcast is all about for sure. Well, I was learning more about yours and it's super, super similar. Um, my podcast is called Rising. So it is a show about self-discovery and purpose and, and you know, everyone's own spiritual journey, whatever that means to them. Um, so I have a really interesting conversations with, you know, creatives and entrepreneurs. And um, I've had a monk come on the show and talk about his journey. So it's just been a blessing to meet people from all over the world and chat about whatever it is that's important to them, whether that's their business, that's their spiritual practice, um, that's their fashion design, you know, boutique that they're starting up. So definitely have learned a lot from those conversations and um, kind of on the back end of things, it's just been cool to also like go back and like 
I don't know, edit some parts or make little cool like sound productions and my intros and um, collab with other podcasters like what you and I are doing right now. So it's it's been cool. I started that summer of 2020. So like July of last year, it's been about a year and a half. So, um, you know, I, I saw your Spotify wraps and I was like, so it's like as a podcaster, I'm sure you feel the same way, but it's such an exciting feeling to like open that up and see wow, like, where are people listening in from? Like, what episode do they really gravitate towards? What does that look like? Um, I'm curious what that was like for you, because I, I was looking at your Spotify raps, and I was like, this is awesome. Like, he's really got it going. Yeah, it's been crazy. And as you kind of talked about, like, you can connect with anybody all over the world. Like, right now, you're, you're Pacific time, and I'm Central time. So it's 6 o'clock for you. It's 8 o'clock for me. We can connect sit down, have a conversation. Um, but yeah, my Spotify wrapped huge success. I'm so excited about this podcast, uh, really to improve people's self-confidence, self-esteem, uh, maybe conquer some of those challenges that people really have been, uh, struggling with during 2020 with COVID and so forth. So really my goals here were just to make people happy and encourage just really a word I want to focus on. So I was really impressed by my Spotify wrapped is all I can say is um, I haven't really done any paid sponsorships or paid ads or anything like that. Just keeping it all organic on my LinkedIn or my social media channels personally. Um, I do want to start getting really into TikTok and I've seen the growth on that for podcasts and small (laughs) businesses. So maybe you have some tips or tricks, but definitely want to consider getting in on that. That's awesome. Well, first of all, congratulations, because to just do that all organically um, across, I'm not sure exactly when you started your show, but that's, that's super amazing and impressive. So I'm glad that you're able to even be here and honor yourself, because I know sometimes like as a podcaster, creative or whatever you want to call it, it can be a little bit of a weird area or like a little bit overwhelming to say like, Hey, I'm really proud of myself for like this thing that I did. So, um, you know, hats off to you for that. And yes, you have to join TikTok. I'm going to rope you into that world. It is awesome. It's there's, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It can be a little bit dangerous. Like I do find myself scrolling endlessly sometimes, but I think if you can really take the trends that are on there, um, be intentional about your purpose and your mission and be able to kind of formulate it in a way that's engaging. You're going to eventually find your audience. You're going to find a community of people that are benefiting from the the work that you're putting out. Um, assuming that that is, you know, continues to be intentional over time and you're going to find there's highs and lows on on the platform as well. Um, sometimes you'll notice that you just have a wave of like, um of traction and that's going to kind of carry over to a lot of the videos that you've been posting like in the same week and then other times you'll just kind of notice weeks and weeks of um maybe just like wondering like wow my content is probably really sucky right now so it's interesting it's it's definitely um i think a challenge to one's sort of consistency in a way i know for myself it's something i struggled with for a long time and i know that's something that you're really big about talking here about just like habit formation and um you know tracking one's performance with with their habits so i think tiktok for me has just been an awesome way to show myself that i can show up consistently so yeah yeah that's awesome and 
being consistency doesn't have to just be on TikTok or you have to be a podcaster. Being consistent is kind of just a regular chore. I feel like in life, you you always have to be either on top of something or doing something. Everybody has a to-do list, it feels like. So um, I guess we can kind of dive into the first question I kind of have for you is, what is your favorite way to track progress on your habits? Yeah, and it's it's interesting because I was like thinking about this question um, earlier today and I was, I was wondering, I was like, what does that look like for me? Because I'll be honest, I... I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm a super structured person. <laughs> I may seem very organized on the outside, but to be honest, like I am someone who is a very intuitive creator. I oftentimes like will have, you know, ideas and I'll spontaneously write them down or very abruptly make content on them and um, find that I am lacking a little bit of structure in terms of like the actual tracking component. So I think for me, what I notice ultimately, if I, commit to a certain routine or habit, whether that's working out, whether that's cleaning, um, that's waking up at a certain time every morning. I've noticed that consistency really affects just my health mentally and my performance mentally. Um, there's a lo- I just feel a lot more clear in how I go about my day. I experience a lot less fatigue. And so um, that's something that it's, it's more of a feeling than it is um, necessarily tracking numbers. I mean, obviously those things are important. You know, if you do have like, for example, fitness goals or financial goals that you want to hit for your business. Um, but I think for myself, when it comes to habits all around, whether that's like personal development stuff, as I mentioned earlier, just like waking up, journaling, meditation. Um, I think it's almost like a, your, your body will feel it over the course of a few weeks. It's, it's something that you do more for the long term, and you experience the actual, I think, mental and cognitive benefits of that. Um, and it's something that you can feel it's um, physiological more than just mental as well. So I feel like that's sort of a vague answer, but I know for myself, it's kind of what, um, that's when I know that I'm very holistically taking care of myself. Yeah, and just to kind of kind of talk and kind of add another question to that for you is you talked about journaling and meditation. Are you doing those every day for journaling? Are you the type of person that's doing it morning and night, just night, just morning, or are you once a week? What does that kind of look like for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great question because um, I think just in the personal development world, there's a lot of language or there's a lot of protocols around how often those things should be done, like how often those habits should be practiced. And back during the pandemic, those were rituals for me. Those were things that I would do every day. I think there were days where I would journal actually twice a day um, and I would meditate once or twice a day. And it was it was extreme and it definitely I, it made me feel good. It made me feel refreshed, but I also had the time to do that because we were in lockdown and I was still like a student about to graduate. And now, you know, working, um, a day job and coming home and having to plan my content and, and podcast and projects around that schedule. It's definitely been difficult. And um, I recently moved across the country. And so that transition has definitely kind of taken away from my self-care and my health routine. So I'm not going to act like I'm journaling every day at all anymore, but ideal routine would be the journaling would be once a day even if that's for five minutes and I'm writing down something as simple as an intention or like a mantra or a statement for how I want to go about my day it doesn't have to be 
a crazy journal entry. It doesn't have to be 20 affirmations, just something to get my thoughts on paper. Um, that would be ideal if I can do that in the morning. And then the meditation, I find that I gravitate towards that um, kind of at the end of the day in the evening. I like doing that after my yoga or my workouts um, just to kind of wind down before I go to bed. So that's what an ideal day would look like for me. But I think something that I just want to say, if anyone's listening to this and feeling overwhelmed by a lot of the protocols that they are seeing in the personal development world, or if they're feeling pressure to implement these habits every day something that i just want to send home is like give yourself grace if you don't do that because you're human and that's something that i had to spend a long time to actually internalize um like it took me a year to stop judging myself or shaming myself if i didn't do those things every day um so i think it's a journey in terms of just being able to practice that forgiveness and that grace with yourself too so um i think that's something that I want to send home more importantly than just the advice around the habit formation. Yeah, that's really important. And I really like that for me, I didn't really dive into journaling that much. Um, during the pandemic, uh, I have a girlfriend and I actually got her the adventure challenge book, uh, for her birthday present. And I kid you not, the first <laughs> thing we scratched off was, go get a journal and journal about each other. So then wow. when we when we went journaling or went journal shopping, uh, of course, at your local Target, um, picked out a journal and she picked out a journal and you kind of did that for a couple of days and weeks and then months. But while I was doing that, um, I also realized it's important to journal about other things too. So that's kind of when I dived into journaling a little bit. Um, I haven't really done it much recently, but I can say I've done it for a bit, but there has been challenges where it's like, this is a challenging time to do it. Like you said, I'm busy with this. I got this going on. I also have a part-time job or a full-time job or school, whatever it is, there is challenges along those way. So I guess this really segments into our next question then is how do you sustain self-motivation when all this stuff is going around? And you suffer a setback towards your goals then. Mm -hmm. I love that. Well, I also want to almost like, I'm very curious before we even go into that is like, what kinds of journaling prompts did that look like when you guys like did the couple journaling? Was it just kind of a very vague, like write whatever it is about each other? Or were there certain like questions that you guys would kind of address every day? Yeah, um, I would say it was more private. Like you have your own journal, you get to write what you're kind of thinking and feeling about the other person. I wouldn't say there's set questions that you had to hit or a set page amount or any of that stuff. Um, for me, like it was more like faith-based. Hey, I'm like, you're a blessing to have in my life. I really appreciate you. Here's the things that you really have been doing that I've taken notice that I might not say to you, but I really appreciate that you have been doing these or you have been making me have a smile on my face or just doing those little things, I guess you want to say. Um, I, I know some people say small leaps create big changes. Um, I'm a full-time believer in that. Even if it's not a professional development scene, it can just be through a relationship or through friends. I really value the little things. So um, I always just wanted to strive in the journal to write about those little things that uh, my girlfriend Megan has provided for me and just really made me feel special about. So 
quick answer for you, but not that's too awesome. quick. <laughs> that, no, that's so, that's really sweet. And I love that you mentioned a, like, a context and a situation outside of the realm of maybe just, like, strictly talking about, like, habits and personal development, because I think that being able to provide these contexts for listeners allows them to feel like, wow, these are just everyday situations. Like, these are, you know little tidbits of advice that we can put into any aspect of our lives and be able to really contextualize them. Um, Because not everyone listening might be able to relate to what it's like, you know, being a podcaster, but they are in a relationship. So I love that you that you shared that. And I think just going into the question that you asked about really self sustaining that motivation when there are, um, you know, setbacks here and there, I think for me, just being more in the mindset space, it's been really valuable for me to be able to see those setbacks as almost lessons. And that's kind of something that I keep reminding myself and I keep encouraging, you know, like my audience, my community, my clients that I work with to allow yourself when there are problems or there are challenges or obstacles to step back and ask, what is this teaching me and what am I gaining from it? Because I think a lot of times we can see obstacles as something that is taking away from us. It's almost like something that is creating a deficit. And I think for me, what has been really valuable is seeing, well, what am I gaining from this? Am I gaining a sense of self-control? Am I gaining a, um, you know, an ability in this moment to be able to heal this wound I have around maybe like gaining validation from other people? Um, it's It's been, you know, very refreshing for me to view things from that standpoint because I think a lot of how you go about those challenges is really based on your perspective and your mindset. Um, So I think in terms of really self-sustaining the motivation, I think that it ultimately just comes down to the why. And it goes back to this idea of purpose that I mentioned earlier that I'm really passionate about. But I think that when you are so closely tied to your purpose and your why, nothing can really shake that. And every setback will, in a way, be very empowering because when you're able to kind of navigate those setbacks um, in a way where you're learning from them and you're breaking through, like shattering more and more ceilings, it's like, wow, I'm at a place right now where six months ago, I didn't think I'd ever be able to be. And that feeling is like the most empowering groundbreaking like feeling ever of understanding I have a lot more to me than I ever even realized um so I I really think that ultimately the only way to experience that though and to keep pushing through the setbacks is knowing what your why is knowing what that feels like what that looks like what you know you have to do to get there maybe what stands in the way from you getting there acknowledging that um and asking yourself, well, how willing am I to overcome these setbacks? Because sometimes there's even fear of success around something that we really want. There's a fear of even having it because it can, you know, lead to other um, consequences. Like there can be a fear of, you know, wanting to be really successful in one's business because maybe that relates to, I don't know, at some point experiencing some kind of financial loss in the future or, um, you know, maybe experiencing a lot of judgment and those things take you back to traumas that you have around your childhood. So it's, it's very interesting how much is buried in our subconscious mind. And, 
Um, I feel like I could just spend so long answering this question, but I think ultimately it really is like, how much do you believe in that? Why? Um, and when you see it that way and you can look at your problems as lessons, then it all becomes a journey. Um, and I, you know, it becomes less of a goal, but like more of all of this is an experience and all of this has a beauty in its own way instead of um, a linear path, if that makes sense. Yeah, I guess I'm going to kind of kind of piggyback on because I have a couple of questions for you then is a lot of people talk about their why or you got to find your why or it's a lot of important it's so important it's critical and some people may find their why some people may not but my question to you is since you are a podcaster is can your why change like can it change is it always the same or can it change yeah I love that you asked that because I think it I think it's constantly fluctuating. I think that maybe deeply our our purpose can be a singular concept or a singular idea, but the way that we portray that and the way that we live and be in that purpose over time can definitely change. Um, so for example, like I was just mentioning earlier, I feel like there might be some people who gravitate more towards the short form poems that I write. Whereas some people might just really benefit from listening into the conversations and all the amazing guests that have come on my podcast and, you know, maybe getting value from that. For some people, it might just be viewing vertical videos that are 15 seconds long, like TikTok. So ultimately, I think that as we go on throughout life, just being individuals and humans um, outside of even the creative world, like if you're not a creator, you're not an entrepreneur, podcasts are totally okay. Um, just introspect and notice how you're being in this moment and what that means to you to simply be and what that means to you to give back to your community around you. It could be as simple as just being kind to your neighbor. It sounds really cheesy, but like really ultimately it comes down to something that you have to offer that no one else does. And um, that's going to be through your own energy. And that's bound to change over time as you heal and as you grow and you go through different life experiences maybe at some point you find yourself wanting to really make art or create music or have conversations with um you know like people from around the world or learn a new language and go visit a foreign country and it doesn't have to be anything as drastic as that either but I think that the way that we go about just experiencing life is bound to change and with that, our why could also fluctuate, but maybe if we look at our experiences over time, we find that on the outside, whoa, okay, maybe all these things look really different. Maybe my purpose has changed like a million times, but maybe there is sort of an interweaving like cord that's connecting everything. And when you can understand, whoa, how does this one project I did when I was like 20 relate to me now at like maybe... I don't know, say you're 35 and traveling the world, like you might see those two ideas, such different things, but ultimately they could be coming back to one service or one impact or a similar transformation that you're offering someone. So I often wonder that. I think we can have multiple purposes, but I do think that our energy kind of just viewing it from a soul perspective, being here on this planet, um, we are also kind of designed for, um, you know, a, a special type of impact. So 
I play play around with that a lot, but I think that's my answer um, for now, at least. Yeah. So you talked about journaling. We kind of talked about the why. Do you write down your why or have you written down your why? Yeah, I think I, you know, I think my why is also something that I am always like just having conversations with myself about, whether that's mentally or if I'm just being annoying and talking to myself out loud. Um, I definitely have written it down, you know, like in my journals a lot during lockdown last year when I was really asking myself that every day um, because I was in that space of graduating and like wondering what is it that I really want to do. So that was a constant question, I think, then that I was writing out and I, you know, I, it goes back to like what I was saying initially on, on this conversation in this episode was I really believe that my purpose is to help people just uncover theirs. Um, and I noticed that something that you said earlier was like finding your why. And I used to also use that terminology of like find your purpose. And then I thought about it and I was like, I think we all know it on a subconscious level. And I think that we've just simply been conditioned out of it through school and, you know, family and society and all that, all that jazz. Like, I think that we become out of touch with it. So, um, I really don't think it's about finding anything. I don't think it's about going anywhere and seeking anything. I think it's simply about unlearning and healing and, um, finding what truly at the end of the day is something that you could see yourself do like for the rest of your life. Um, or not even see yourself do. It's almost like, how would you want to feel? for the rest of your life or make the people around you feel forever. Um, and the manner in which you do that could change. But I think there, um, there is a common thread. If you just look at your past experiences since you were a child of what that might be. And, um, unfortunately the way the system is set up, I don't think that we equip individuals to continuously be in union with their why and question what that is. So again, I think it's less about finding, I think it's less a search, and it's more of an inner discovery. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I kind of want to, we talked about a little bit about your why journaling. I have one more question for you because habits I really think are essential. And I really want to hit home on this question. And I've had some really good answers. So I want to see how yours kind of compares. Okay. And that is... <laughs> What's the habit requiring the least effort that makes the greatest difference? Yeah, I think that for me, what I noticed is, and I, I've said this a lot on, you know, like just other podcasts and on social media and in conversations that I have, but it's more of just like disconnecting from all the noise. Because if you think about it, how many hours of the day are you on your phone? Like if anyone listening right now were to just look at their screen time. <laughs> I would like, say I'm on mine at least five. And that's pretty good. Considering like you are, are a podcaster and you're on social media. That's, that's pretty, that's awesome. That's really good. That's like very relatively low. Um, but you know, for the average person listening, I would definitely, I, I would say it's safe to, you know, guess a, a little bit higher than that. And, um, even when we're not doing that, like it's, you know, maybe we're like listening to a podcast or we're, you know, on an audio call with a friend, maybe like we're cooking dinner and we're the shows in the background, whatever that may be. It's really a, almost an evaluation of like, when am I just with myself and purely with myself without any stimuli and without 
any electronics, um, not even just reading a book, not even just going on a walk, but truly just sitting there by yourself. Um, and it doesn't have to be meditation. It can literally be you silently just sitting in your room, like, I don't know, staring at the wall, whatever that may be. But I think that disconnection from everything around us, everything that's become so mundane and like almost ingrained in our day to day, that disconnection doesn't happen often. And so I think what takes the least amount of effort is literally just being able to kind of give yourself a conscious reminder of like, Hey, maybe I can just turn my phone upside down for like two minutes right now. If I'm, you know, taking a break at work or if I'm eating a meal and like, you know, TV is something that needs to be in front of me. Like, Hey, can I just shut that laptop down? Or, um, if you feel like music has to be on every time you're like cleaning in the house, it's like, can you just hit pause for a second? So it's those little, little things that if you can remind yourself of that, the thoughts that will come up in that space when you're not distracted by anything, I think could be very, very surprising. They could be eye-opening. They could invite you to a part of yourself that maybe you've never discovered or never given your permission, given permission to yourself to discover. So I think there almost is nowadays in the world we live in, especially, I, I don't know if you're Gen Z, I'm Gen Z, but like, we're just always like, looking for that instant gratification. And I think that we don't know how to step back. And so if we can even do that for like two minutes a day and just like, I don't know, go and like, like I said, stare at your wall, stare outside your window and just like have zero distractions. Um, I really think that there's a lot of transformation that can, that can occur in that space. Yeah. I love that. I I know personally, not saying I do it all, like all the time, but I try to, at least for 30 minutes, I know before I'll go to bed, I'll just try to not be on my phone. I'll try to not have my laptop open, not have a TV on. So I'll try to give myself 30 minutes before I shut her down and go to bed. But, you know, sometimes that is quite difficult. But um, I definitely think that's something that can make a great difference for sure. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's hard. It's not. It's a lot easier said than done. And like, you know, maybe it doesn't have to be at a certain time every day. It could just be like some days in the mornings or some days like in the afternoons. Or like I said, if you have a lunch break at work and you simply want to be mindful and intentional with eating, it's it can look really different. And I think that, you know, our bodies are also constantly communicating to us. So allowing for that space, um, you know, it's it's more than just our thoughts. It's It's how we feel. It's what's coming up for us in this moment it's those little intuitive voices or those nudges that also come up that maybe we ignore a lot of times or we we drown out that may you know make themselves a little bit more visible when we when we make that space so yeah do you have anything else that you'd want to share with us um the floor is kind of yours we're kind of wrapping up here um is there anything else you really want to share with us today Honestly, I've just really enjoyed this conversation. I feel like it's um, it's just been really awesome to be here and like chat with another podcaster about all of these things. I almost want to like ask you, I guess, if you had just one piece of advice. I'm sure you might have like already said this in previous episodes, but I think just for myself to walk away with um, for habit formation and really consistently sticking to habits, because that's something I personally do need help with. What would that what would that look like? What would that be? Yeah. Um, I personally, this is going to sound very cliche, but I mean, just having kind of a planner with you. So, 
if you can kind of see here, I always have a planner with me. Um, it kind of is pretty much my schedule. A lot of people run through their schedule through their phones. That's great. But I personally think, like you said, when you journal or when you write something down, it sticks in your brain more. I used that as study tactics in high school and college. So like, I don't know. I just feel like when you personally write it down, you can visualize it, you can see it, you can attack it, and you can do it. So um, whether that's you writing down on post-it notes or something like that. Um, also for habits, I also am the type of person, if I have a to-do list and stuff to do, I always want to accomplish the hardest thing first. You know, because when you do that, you feel so much better about yourself. And the, the other things are just like maybe it's going to Walmart and getting groceries. It it's, seems more enjoyable then when you can do stuff like that. Um, personally, uh, a, a big habit that I'm trying to break through is going to the gym. Um, I am not the best at it. I'm going to be honest. I feel um, you. I'm like everybody I feel like in the world where they just they want to look like those TikTokers that are super strong, super buff. And honestly, like, that's not, that's not my habit there yet. Um, you gotta kind of start with different habits. And my, my habit that I've started for the gym is, Hey, can I get there three times a week? Um, can I get there for 45 minutes? If I'm there for 45 minutes, that's a win. And Mm -hmm. I will congratulate myself. Even if I hit, hit those three times, 45 minutes, I did it. Um, there are other people where it's, Hey, I got to go every day. I need to hit hour and a half, maybe two hours. Um, I'm not there yet. So, uh, start small. Um, you, you don't need to go for the craziest moonshot every time or a home run. Start with a single. If you get a single, you're still on base. You're, you're batting a thousand percent. That's a win. Um, so I guess I kind of went above with so many different habits, but, I just want to say writing down something is very critical. And um, like this this podcast event that we have tonight, I read it, I wrote it down, I knew it, I knew about it. Um, it's just very convenient to have. Maybe you need a giant whiteboard. I have a giant whiteboard in the back corner of my room saying, hey, these are important dates. Don't forget about this stuff. Um, I guess those are just some habits to kind of maybe take away. That's awesome. No, I, I, I can feel it too when I write something down versus just typing it, you know, in my notes and like, and something I've been doing recently is like, I've been typing things into my calendar, but I naturally am a writer. I've always been like a very traditional, like pencil to paper type of girl. And, um, I think it's just like, it's, it's a habit that I have to consciously remind myself to get back to. So I think this conversation was definitely helpful for me to kind of hear your perspective and what that's been like. And I agree with the starting small because then you kind of build faith in yourself and you're not going over the moon to do anything crazy and then feeling worse about yourself when you don't meet that expectation because it was way too high and way too unrealistic. So, um, you know, these were good reminders for me and yeah, I just appreciate you sharing that and like having me here and meeting your audience and being able to, you know, provide value in any way that I can to them. So thank you. Every day until your dreams coming true. Yeah, grinding every day until your dreams coming true. Yeah, grinding every day until your dreams coming true.
Wanna make it happen? Well, it all starts with you. Start with flipping the mentality, making visions reality. Screw all the practicality, wasn't meant for normality. Time to unlike the beast, so bring out all of your savagery. All in every day, how it has to be.